0: be doing this every week again sunday night's probably going to be our night we got derailed by the super bowl then we got derailed by president's day slash did we just kind of forget there i don't know what happened Uh, i was laying and that's what it was i
1: wanted to give you i wanted to
0: give you your uh your valentine's day with the ladies so Mm, okay that that was nice yeah not a big valentine's day celebrator i feel like that's uh it's kind of a holiday for suckers, in my opinion. Like um, um, it wasn't a holiday for me this year. It's completely surrounded by consumerism, which just disgusts me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we just, you know, we celebrate our love uh, every day of the year. Yeah, you you're right. And and if anybody's wondering what's going
1: on with Daniel there with his he's got his back turned uh, to us. Uh, right
2: I'm frozen on the other computer. I'm trying to get into the this...
0: switch so he can see what all you guys are saying about him is this so he can view the chat yeah (laughs) okay this is good i had a buddy actually weigh in on on a little bit of troubleshooting for this so like okay see where the camera is now yeah right it's kind of pointed at his back Mm -hmm. what if we took that camera and just put it in front of him so we saw his face you know i think we're gonna try that oh yeah
1: isn't it his phone
0: yeah it is (laughs) Yeah, it's just his phone, easy. which dude, is uh, believe it or phone? not, dude. It's actually a mobile phone. Oh, you know why? Because look at because the, of setup. the background. He's got yeah. the back. He's got his set the way he wants it. But you know, it's like
2: it's, it's a tough. Trade I up. explained. I wrong, explained
0: dude. that to my buddy. I explained that to my buddy. He was he was a little concerned about uh, Daniel's setup, and you know, I just straight up told him, look, he's got a million thumbtacks in that wall already. Uh, you know, uh, he's. <laughs>
2: it's not gonna
0: load he's (laughs) worked
1: really
0: hard (laughs) he did he He did
1: so i understand i understand
0: uh, exactly and Uh, then i think he my buddy also said why doesn't he turn the desk around so that he's actually he can face us Mm. but and still have the set and keep his camera location Mm -hmm. and i you know i told him that's a good idea i I assume gonna Daniel's a gonna
2: move here. I can move mid pod.
0: <laughs> I can adjust. I mean, up to you. I think what you know. I was just throwing out suggestions. I just had a I had a buddy who saw your, your situation and he said, yeah. you know, I kind of want to help.
2: Yeah, it's nice of him to reach out. That is uh, nice. There's about 140 feet of wires going like in an interconnected mess under there. I feel rat's nest, so to
0: speak. So. Yeah. Probably, yeah, probably one to do another time. But yeah, for all the podcast listeners, basically Daniel has a situation where his computer faces one direction, his set design faces another, and then his camera position, uh, if he is fully utilizing the chat feature on Twitch, which we do encourage because it is, you know, we made the jump to Twitch to be live, to have fan interaction uh, for a reason. So we do want him to be able to interact with with the chat um but it's yeah it's kind of uh, a jumbled mess i think it was great when we were, it was just the pod but now that he's got to follow along with the chat too uh you know you, sometimes you got to adjust
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Overwhelming, really. True. no window no available windows
0: get some more of that scene there
2: you know
1: uh but anyway <laughs> i'll be i need a cliff bar and he's leaving he needs a what did he say he needs a cliff
0: bar he, I, cliff bar or clipboard? Okay. Is what I, he, just I, two, I, he just ate
1: two oranges.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> did eat two oranges. And by the way, he He's said when we when we first got started on the pre-call today, he was eating an orange, which was like he was just like jamming the peel into his mouth. And he said, is there an is, is there an easy way to eat an orange or something? You know, like there isn't an easy way to eat the orange. And I said, yeah, there is, dude. You just fucking peel it. And then you just like take the little pieces off that break up nice and easily. And you put them in your mouth. He was just eating. He was eating it out of the peel. Like he didn't remove the peel. He was just (gasps) taking the peel, cupping it. And then just like kind of taking bites, kind of like you would do a watermelon, you know, biting into the rind. One of the Mm -hmm. crazier things I've ever seen. Like, have you been struggling eating oranges your whole life, Daniel?
2: Unless they come pre-sliced like at a soccer field, yes. <laughs> that's,
0: the, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard.
1: I've yeah. never <laughs> gone Sliced orange at a soccer field. Perhaps I can't I get it so many soccer fields in my life. but what? it gives you something you need. There's something in there that's good. I don't know what it is. But I've, oh, I think they prevent cramps or something.
2: Yeah, I think it's more like a vitamin C. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, to total count. guess in the letter. Sure. <clears throat>
1: uh, well, Anyway, yeah, I, I, yeah. big time anyways. to that Anyways, one. we so did have some golf this weekend. Um, Pebble Beach Pro-Am with no Ams. So the Pebble Beach No-Am, if you will. Um, and Daniel Berger, I believe, finished 18 under with an eagle on the last hole. Big putt, big, big putt. With a lot of guys there, too. A lot of names were kind of right there. Didn't seem that way after he finished the way that he did with that eagle. But there were a lot of guys at the top of that leaderboard. Uh, one of them being Jordan Spieth. Who two weeks in a uh, two weeks in a row people got to talking about how Jordan Spieth is back. Um, he hasn't yeah. won since 2017. Um, he's had a couple of good rounds thrown in there. He's clear. He's playing good. He's definitely playing good. Um, yeah. But yeah. back, my opinion, and I've said this. Uh, I've I've had to defend this in the comments all week of all the posts that I've done about it and uh, the last couple of weeks. I just don't think. I think he had a couple of good years. I don't think he's one of those guys that that's going to come back and like stay back ever. I don't I think he was just he happened to be there for a little bit.
2: Interesting. Um,
1: I, don't, I don't think he has that gene that that those guys like Brooks and Tiger and and Patrick Reed and I don't think he has that clutch gene anymore. I think he had it when he was confident, but I think when he lost that confidence, he lost that with it and I don't think it's ever coming back for him. I really don't hmm. I hate to say it, I love Jordan Speed. I think he's awesome as a as a human and even on tour, I think he's electric, like he is fun to watch, but um I don't know. I, I just don't think he's got it. I don't think he has it anymore. Yeah, because it wasn't injury related, right? No, it was just his woes yeah. were mental, it seemed like yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. He had a couple of big blow ups that that Augusta round in there, I think it was. Um, yeah. oh yeah,
2: yeah. He doesn't ever Ever since that Augusta meltdown, it's like he does not want to find himself in the lead mm-hmm. going into Sunday. He'd rather be in fourth place, I think, than leading. Can't handle the pressure anymore, Chubb, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it would be interesting to see with him. But I, I agree with you, Sonny. Like, golf fans are definitely very eager to jump on the back train. Mm-hmm. And to them, it just means essentially, like, yeah, you're you're playing golf again. Like, you're – you're you teed off on hole one (laughs) and you're so you're back but yeah no i mean jordan jordan you know like eh, i I don't want to get too much into it but this is the same situation we had with tigers like you know he's not back he hasn't been back since he left you know he did get a win yeah he won one major whatever two two majors something like that but you know tigers tigers level of being back is he's got to you know he's he's got to be winning by 20 strokes he's got to be taking grand slams all year he's got to be the world number one for seven years in a row you know jordan's level of back is less you know i think jordan yeah. wins a major or or you know the cracks the top 10 yeah I even a tournament so well the win. i don't know no i think jordan i think jordan's level of of play was higher than just one tour event I mean, he, was. he's got two he green jackets. 2017. Right. I'm just uh, saying, like, for him to be back to what he was when he, was he left. Majors. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he – he he, and they were in a small amount of time. Like, he was winning at a good clip yeah. there when he was hot. So, I think for him, you know, definitely lower than Tigers, but I think he's got to – I think he's got to, you know, start playing some consistently great golf in order to get the back tag. My yeah, opinion. I just think he was hot. I think that was it.
1: I, I don't know if he, yeah. he has – he looks like somebody who's been trained really well to be good at a sport. You know? Like, he's put a lot of t- He's that kid that makes it really high because he put in a lot of time. But, naturally, he just didn't really have all the ability in the world. I don't know. He yeah. just doesn't seem like a super athletic guy to me. Just with his – maybe his swing is just weird to me. Maybe – like, I would need to see him throw a ball because I always go back to throwing a ball being the telltale sign as if you're an athlete or not. But he strikes me as somebody who might not be great at throwing a ball. Hmm. And i could be wrong i have no idea but his sw- i don't like his golf swing it's not like athletic it looks more trained
2: yeah i would agree with that i think he struggles hit driving the golf ball and yeah. when he was winning at augusta it was just he was putting better than anyone else Never. in the tournament by yeah. far you know it was yeah.
1: like he was like making all the 25 footers he was looking at like that doesn't it was like an, it was an automatic I, range for him 25 it feet. was that's why i think that that's not something that's sustainable And I don't think he'll ever, I don't think, I think he just had that for a little while. It was something that was found and it was just there and then it was gone. And I don't think it ever comes back. And if it does, he might have a couple of good, this might be the time that it's back. And he's almost back to where he was, you know, but I don't think he's ever going to be a force for a, for a long time. I know a lot of people with me disagree, like, like Smoyer here in the chat. Um, Yeah. He just said you're tripping. Yeah. He's a natural. Maybe. I don't know, but not with that. That swing doesn't look natural to me. It looks forced. His golf swing looks like a
0: forced golf swing. I mean, he and is like he... a he is like a silver spoon country club kid, right? He, I don't know his past really. Yeah, I think he and Justin oh, Thomas yeah. are like super oh, yeah. rich. Like, yeah, stuff. have been have had a club in their hands forever. So it would make you know, I don't think he's one of those guys that just like was naturally good at it. He has definitely had some money backing his training. Uh, that's for darn sure. Mm-hmm. yeah I think I think when you have that paired with the natural
1: ability it's it's good um, but I don't know he reminds me of this kid I used to play baseball with who was not athletic at all but he was good at baseball because he was the one that was like taking lessons three nights a week like at the baseball institute right you now right. um, really just like robotically good uh, and really good I mean he hit home runs all the time he played first base because he wasn't an athlete but he was like it was almost like robotic with him I and just feel I like feel Jordan has a piece of that.
2: I agree. I totally agree. And I think that if you don't, if, if you're one of those guys that doesn't have the natural abil- ability and you're not practicing, staying on top of your shit, like he, he was working harder than anyone in the game. His, his whole life was golf coming up. Yep. Now he's maybe, you know, starting to do other things, you know, live life, grow up a little bit. And he's not, you know, putting in 100 hour weeks on the practice screen. It definitely shows. Still a great player, but, I mean, yeah, he, was I mean
1: he was dominant. He was dominant. I also no think word. it hasn't been that hard to be dominant right now because the fields – and, again, I speculation, but the fields seem weak. And I don't know how good these are guys are compared to, like, a strong field. Maybe these fields that are weak now are just like a strong field 10 years ago. But it just feels like the names aren't there every week right now. Nobody really played in this. Uh, everybody was over in Saudi Arabia the week before. So um, – I mean, wait sure. till a minute. we'll see how Jordan plays in the Masters when they come up, and what else? We have a couple other big tournaments going up. Yeah, we have Riviera this weekend. Yeah, but we'll, I'll, I'll see Loaded. how he plays in the Masters and and the the, um, the players, that stuff. But to me, I'm not ready to say Jordan Speeds back to stay at all.
2: Oh. I mean, no, he's playing can't... against he's playing against John Daly, Patrick Cantlay. I think the only two decent names were Jason Day and maybe, you know, uh, Berger out there who were both up there. But it's like this was as weak of a field as you're going to get. He's leading by two shots, three shots going into Sunday, and he still can't get it done. I mean, he had nobody chasing him. you,
1: got you say it. Patrick Cantlay because he's kind of the, one of the ones that I've been saying for a long time that he's a no-name. But I feel like I've been saying he's a no-name for a long time now. So I think Patrick Cantlay is, is one of those guys that is – like going to be a top 25 top 30 for 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 a while i think he's actually better than we give him credit for because it's like a quiet almost like kind of like daniel berger same way and and i watched him after and he's one of those guys where you don't really care if he wins you don't really you're not rooting for him on sunday but then he won and he just seemed like a normal class act super classy like just a good guy he seemed like a good dude who was like almost out of place in the winner's circle which i love to see um yeah Patrick Cantlay. But they're not fun to watch win. It's more fun to watch, you know, one of the, the big guys win. But yeah. I think Patrick Cantlay is, is one of those guys that will contend with people and just knock it. He, he he gets some wins, right? He's got a couple of wins, but I don't think we'll see many from him. I think he's on the, the lower end of
2: uh, – He's about as tough as it, as it gets to watch. Uh, I finally got to really watch him play. They were showing him every shot he hit, basically. You know, because there's was nobody out there. And at one point he made a birdie, and it looked like he just watched his dog get hit by a car. You know, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. hello, buddy, you just made a birdie. Like, crack a smile, dude. Just seemed pick. like this mopey, grinning loser out there. Just pathetic to watch.
0: Oh, you know what's wild? I'm just looking over this uh, Pebble Beach um, scoreboard here. Yeah, okay. Maverick McNeely. Is that the four-putter? No, no, that's, uh, that's Lashley had the four putt there on <laughs> people, you know, pays to putt, um, Maverick McNeely. I had this weird thing. Um, like I, I used to play a lot of video games. I play less now, but, um, I, you know, I went through this, I was like always for sports video games. I was always like, uh, you know, kind of like that classic, um, offline uh, season or franchise type of player, you know, Uh, create a player, that sort of thing. And, you know, growing up, I would always make myself and then like max out all the stats and just dominate. Mm -hmm. Um, But then that kind of got old for a while. And like after, as I started to grow up and like my prospects for actually making all of these leagues started to diminish in the real world, um, it felt less immersive to make myself um, because it was just like, come on, what are the odds? Um, so what I would start doing is looking up, uh, like prospects who, who were maybe going to make the league, you know, or any league, whatever, like high school recruits into colleges or whatever. And then I would create those guys as players. And for, I had a streak for probably like 10 years of either putting teams together that would like, I would just start with it's used to happen to baseball all the time. I would start with like an obscure team and build them up. And I would even grab free agents and stuff and then win championships. And that shit would happen in real life all the time. And the most recent one was Maverick McNeely in uh, Rory golf. Like, four or five years ago, I would say, I saw his name on one of those lists of like young up and coming possible prospects. And I was like, that's a strong fucking name. So I made him a playable character in Rory and dominated. And then he got second on, on Sunday. And I know not weak field or whatever. He's not like the greatest player on earth, but it's like, I just, I, I don't know. It, it's probably happened to me 10 or, or 12 times. I would say where I've, I've predicted the future through video game player creation. So what you're bizarre. saying is somebody somebody needs to hire you at
1: a at a GM position, pretty much. Like you
0: need, or or even a, a scout. I don't know. I, I don't know if I tried to do it that I could, dude. To be the honest, like scout. there's, yeah, maybe. But I, I mean I don't know. It's just a weird video game future predicting name. thing that I had been doing for. A while. Yeah, you always pick a guy with a strong name, and Maverick yeah. McNeely has a pretty. good – I mean, it's it's a golfy name at least. Like guess if that, I that must translate into life, just a strong person. You know. Because yeah. Gonna... True. True, well, i guess the name you know and so but yeah that was just a little maverick mcneely tidbit um daniel had a issue with the field at pebble do you want to yeah, just speak yeah. on that a little bit daniel cuz yeah, i was I, I was grossly offended by how you didn't understand why nobody he's was got there got the twitch open i saw it He got in
2: well yeah i'm finally in back there sorry about that delay and he's in the
1: twitch so feel free to
2: no, I mean, um, I yeah, I was a little, I was a little ticked off, uh, you know, that these guys want to fly high, you know, halfway across the world and go play in Dubai, but you know they're too good to show up at Pebble Beach because apparently they needed amateurs there to win millions of dollars. I, I but I mean,
0: mean see, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you're putting, like you said in the chat, like oh, they're going to pass up a chance to play Pebble Beach. It's like these guys don't give a shit. They play the world's best courses week in and week out. The Pebble Beach Pro-Am is an event – to hang out with celebrities and, and mingle and socialize and party all week. It's not about the golf. It never has been. It never will be, you know? So it's like this year, there's no, there's no celebs there. So there's no parties It's cold in that region. They just got off the, fl- the plane from Saudi. They have like the busiest four weeks of the tour coming up. It makes complete sense why they would want to take a week off in between for an yeah. event that means nothing this year.
2: I get it if you're a guy that maybe just came from Dubai, not everyone on tour. There was a few names playing in Dubai, like Phil Mickelson, for it instance. it was Saudi Arabia, but wherever it was, you know, <laughs> uh, halfway across the globe. Um, I'd like to see more names. It's a it's an unbelievable course. It's a course that, you know pretty much everybody when they go to a simulator for their first or second time ever, it's like, Oh, let's play Pebble beach. You know, yeah. these guys apparently, you know, it's like, you couldn't, you couldn't pay them enough money to go and play there. I get it. It's not the same allure. It's not the same party. There's still prize money involved. They have a better chance at winning the prize money now because they don't have to rely on some shitty Justin Timberlake partner. It's going to shoot 14 over, you know, they can actually go there and, and dominate and, it was a little surprise to see Jordan Spieth, Daniel Berger, and Jason Day all in the top ten in a tournament that had no other names other than John Daly that are recognizable. To an average golfer, nobody would be able to – maybe Patrick Cantlay. I mean, there was nobody up there. Like Nate Lashley, I hope. Why would they be out there? I
1: mean – I also feel like I don't have a good grasp on the top 120 golfers in the world right now.
2: Why wouldn't they be out there? Shut like, you know yeah, I
0: just said, I just said a lot of them took an international flight a few days before there was, there was no. the, the typical reason for them to be there. Wasn't there this year. Nobody goes there for the golf and they have, let me just read you off what they have coming up. Okay. They have the Genesis at Riviera um, coming oh. up this weekend. I'm sorry. Did no, you just yes. try to put the pebble beach pro-am over the Genesis at Riviera? <laughs> well, you're acting like it's It's an Invitational. Okay, so they have the Genesis Open. Then they have the Mexico Championships. Both of those, by the way, higher purses than what you're talking about. Then the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Then the Players. Then the Honda Classic. Then the Valero. Then the Masters. They're not going to have any time off coming up they might as well take the pro-am off when there's no event happening i mean the pro-am is essentially an like an all-star game type of vibe like it's not people aren't there to like put their fedex points up or anything like that they're there to party with celebs all week celebs aren't there the parties aren't there why the fuck would they be there
2: so they basically you're saying they made an all-star game but they shouldn't go because the celebrity game at the all-star game isn't happening i said all-star game vibe you know, it's, it's more of
0: – it's a looser – it's not like, you know, a regular season NBA game compared to the All-Star game. It's a different vibe. You know, the celebs are in town. Everyone's mingling. It's more about the nightlife, really. It's kind of an exhibition game. And that's kind of what the Pebble Beach Pro-Am is. It's a great course. I'm sure amateurs would kill to play in that. But for pros who have been to Pebble Beach, for pros who play Augusta and all of the other – top courses in the world uh, on a weekly basis, they probably don't care about being in cold-ass California when nothing's going on there right now.
2: Yeah, it's probably more convenient to fly to Saudi the week before. Well,
0: Sa- dude, Saudi, you know that, like, if there's an initiative in Saudi Arabia to for any type right. of, of an event, you know the per- – like, whatever they're paying them is substantial. Saudi Arabia pays out the ass to get entertainment in their country. True. And they- oil money. They, 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 they probably pay
2: – Phil, but we had, uh, a chatter,
1: we had a chatter bring up macklemore and i did make a few memes about this did you guys see him rolling up on the scooter and in his golf outfits and uh i, I like macklemore i did see got-
0: those clips was that from this year i was confused yeah. by that
1: yeah yeah So he He's, played in it yes i think they did have people there maybe they just had a one maybe they just had one day of he that. was the only, he was was the the only amateur no, he was. There was a couple of guys in there that were playing. Maybe they were from the area or something. I don't know what it was, but
0: uh, maybe they did a small pro am on on or just an am maybe. On yeah, because everything I saw leading up to that was saying that they were not doing. Uh, yeah, but usually celebs. they participate all weekend. I think it was a little bit different than that, um, right? Like I'm looking at the uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro Am website. 2021 professionals. It lists all the players. Yeah, it was on Wednesday, and then you go to the 2021 celebrities. That's right. Carlton played with
1: them. There. I heard him but
0: um, oh Mac- yeah, Carlton was there. So that was yeah. new footage. It was okay. Gotcha.
1: And it was a when, So usually those guys play the whole play out the the week with a team, you know. Okay. Um, but I think they just had their own thing on Wednesday, maybe. But McIlmurray's um, confirmed got the bug. He's been playing for two years. Doesn't look very good. I mean, his swing's not great, but he says he tries to play. He says he wishes he could play 36 holes every day.
0: Yeah, uh, strong fit. He's got a strong fit uh, out there, that green. Yeah,
1: that's so swaggy to walk up to the Argyle. golf ground or to roll up on a scooter. I mean, the picture of him on the scooter, like with the green thing on, just like kind of like a little it was just It was just too good. It was so fitting. Um, and yeah. I, would, I would roll with that crew all day. He looks like he has a blast out there.
2: I'd play 36 every day if I had a you know, motorbike, board. golf cart.
1: I would do it in a cart if I had to, you know, everything else. The life that he lived, I would just retire and play golf every day.
2: Mm.
1: I mean, he's got enough
0: money to retire. Did he fire Are Ryan you? Lewis? What? Did he fire Ryan Lewis? I just, I'm not a huge Macklemore guy. I mean, I don't have any issues with him, but I remember for so long, it was like Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, and then one day it wasn't. Whatever happened to Ryan Lewis? Maybe they just made some jams together one year, and
1: then, you know. The Bogey Boys. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the Bogey Boys. We're going to have to talk about that next week because I, I, didn't, I didn't do much research on it, but I saw that Macklemore was starting a golf thing. I think what he's is your golf like a, thing? I think he's got, like, a page, basically. Uh, Danny's golfing like Instagram Danny, page? Danny's golf reviews are on hold because he lives in a, an area where there's feet of snow on the ground. But yeah.
2: Um, uh, I, w- I, won't, I won't be reviewing until about July this
1: year. Oh, do we have that news? Danny's out until July. Um, yeah, Danny's, Danny's got surgery on, remember we he dislocated his shoulder? Um, well, he needs surgery now. And he's gonna be out of golf until you look good today, though. You look clean. I don't know what. Maybe you lost a little weight. Uh, shave the uh, shave the most beard off. A shave bit. the most beard. That's what it is. You look clean today. You look. You yeah. look
2: You're not okay. in the sling. Is that advised? He's done. Yeah. Um. They only want me sleeping in that. Um. Okay. And I have to remind myself not to lift the arm up, but it's it doesn't hurt whatsoever. So you try and you forget that it's injured, and then you go and try and slam the truck door, and it feels like it just dis- re-dislocates on you, but um, no, out of the slang I have to sleep in it, so I don't dislocate in my sleep, and that's... Yeah.
1: Uh, I was going to say, you know what it. the best thing about the chat is? It's kind of like having uh, producers. Right, yeah. Like, I love that. I love seeing the emotes in the chat, too, but having the chat is kind of like producers when you have to, you know, you don't really know about something, and you got... You know, Nike Ed coming in, letting you know that, you know, Ryan Lewis didn't
0: get sober right. or something. You know, he probably Googled feel like, that for us really quick. And you feel like that's kind of a bad uh, business decision on Ryan Lewis's part, right? Or I guess, I mean, I I don't know. Macklemore kind of like retired now. I mean, he did the Trump freestyle, but he doesn't do much, yeah. doesn't seem like. I don't think he has to do much anymore. I think he's. Right, he, right. He a, I think he does like live, a lot of
1: live stuff. I don't think he comes out with a lot of new music, but I think he's a, he's a showman. Like Chubba Watson's a showman. He's the same kind of thing. <laughs> oh, is that a? Did you freshly cut the side of the. Do you have freshly cut sides right now, Chubba?
0: Oh, yeah. I usually keep them pretty fresh, dude. Wow. Yeah, you it's do. A full blown, yeah, you do. I'm a full wow. blown rascal over here. Oh, let me uh, tell you, it's funny because, like, a lot of people in my started, mullet. I started growing out my mullet. A lot of people were like, chubba what are you doing that you know mullets aren't in and then like i mean i can't even tell you how many logan paul has one now um machine gun kelly has one now miley cyrus has one now it's like everywhere i look i can't escape like a-list man meat mullets now it's like ever since i started having one it's like and and all these haters are like what are you doing wearing a mullet that's stupid. It's like, uh, I don't know, is it Machine Gun Kelly stupid is is Logan Paul stupid. And I mean, maybe I don't care what your opinions are, but they're hunks and you can't get it. You can't get, you know, around that.
2: So <laughs> does anyone remember my Twitch username?
1: Probably <laughs> Lafferty. maybe Lafferty, Daniel underscore Lafferty. I know you through somebody That's- had. Oh no, you might you probably follow me, so I can't. I don't even know
2: how to go to my. I phone. tried to, I tried to comment to someone's uh, cue the wheelchair comment and uh,
1: make a new told, one. Me,
2: told me I had to be logged in, so
1: um. Uh, so let's see. Yeah. So we're gonna do some. People are in the chat are talking about playing with group chat golf boys. Uh, we're gonna have a group. We're gonna have some group chat golf things definitely in the New England area. I'm trying to do every month from. I was saying May, but I think I'm gonna push it back. Try to do April, May, June, July, August, September. October, November. One every month in New England. Uh, What like uh... like a tournament? Uh, uh, Yeah, uh... love it like a scramble four men let's scramble.
2: throw a frozen ball out there frozen ball december 2 december 1st i'm
0: fine with it if we can wait get are you there, talking about like a are you talking about like a um like a meet and greet type of just playing around with people or are you talking about like the no, official tournaments? i'm series? talking about official tournaments i want to do yeah, official,
2: official yeah.
1: scrambles uh, donate cause fundraisers raffles absolute bangers these are going to be yeah. absolute bangers um Fucking meet and greet, I, each other? No, I have, I have a good relationship with Amp Caddy. Um, and I was even thinking today, how can I get Amp Caddy involved? I would have an Amp Caddy set up on every single tee, blasting music. Yeah. Like, that's like, that's the vibes of the group chat golf tournaments. It's, it's going to be, they're all going to be absolute bangers. We don't care mm-hmm. what you shoot. Um, you can try to win. There will be a nice prize, but the raffle prizes will be better. Um, yeah. You just and there ready. will be no gimmies. There will be no gimmies. I've even thought if, about 18 or however many groups there are, that many volunteers to make sure everything goes in the hole. Like,
0: yeah, no, I think we just put a drone above each, each hole, each green with a camera on it. And if anybody picks to. a putt up, if anybody picks a ball up off the green that isn't in the hole, they are banned for life.
2: Yeah,
1: banned for life. You can life. never come back. The ball needs to go in the hole at the, uh, in the, hole at the group chat golf
0: tournaments. Fuck gimmies. Uh, you know be- why? Do you know why, Sonny? the sport Do you know golf. why daniel the game of golf right it um we just saw it at pebble beach folks we had a leader on 18 and he four putted and the third one 16. was from maybe six inches oh is it 16 sorry i don't watch um he four putts from like, or he he missed that last putt from like six inches away this is a pro you, yeah, whatever loser amateur you are, I don't care what your handicap is, okay? Don't don't start with what your handicap is. If that pro can miss that putt, so can you.
2: Yeah, but I'm not putting for millions of dollars, Chava. I'm I putting. don't
0: give a shit what you're putting how for. Much more, how much more pressure can there be? Uh, I mean, I mean
1: uh, one of those putts that matters at any time, even if you're putting it for a match on 18 or for just the hole, you're feeling those nerves like they can only get so much worse, you know? I mean, if you're yeah. on the nerves when somebody's telling you there's a putt on the line, like this putt means something, if you don't feel the nerves, then you should try to go play on tour because 99% of people feel those nerves. They get a little different in, the, in that moment. Just a yeah. little. All it takes all that muscle memory that you've worked 30 years
0: to, to, to practice. And like, and like people who bank false confidence on the green, because they say, I got a give me there. It's a par. It's like, okay, now you're confident on the greens going on to the next hole. When you miss a putt from six inches, you are not fucking confident on the next green. You're not, I don't care who you are Better off doing that on 18. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me. There's like, I don't care what the, what the stakes are, you know, I don't care. Like a, a putt shouldn't take that long, you know, especially if it's close, you know, like, Yeah, maybe it's a tap in, tap it in, you know, because it all all of that matters for the next shot, for the next hole, for the next couple of holes, whatever it is. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't just you can't just go play golf with a false sense of confidence, post your score after and go brag to your boys that you hit a 74 when you picked up on every fucking green. It's preposterous. So that's why it will be
1: putting it into a hole. We will make sure it's mandatory. Mm hmm. Yeah, and we'll
0: have, I think that we'll have, we'll institute like a uh, rat out the other groups. Like, I know mm-hmm. that, I know that that's kind of uh, uncouth in golf. Like when I play tournaments, it seems like everyone's always cheating. Cause or else, why else would I lose? But like, it, then it also seems that like going into the clubhouse afterward and like being, Hey, this guy's, you know, he's a lousy cheater. That's like kind of, I don't know. You guys might know better than me, but it seems like that's kind of the vibe to me that people don't really like that or do that much. You know, you have to kind of have clear cut proof in order to bring something to a rules official. But I think we need to change that. Let's well, start ratting here's, out here's, other groups. Here's an idea that I'm, that, I,
1: that I'm thinking of, because I was trying to think of what would be the best way to make sure that everything goes in the hole, because I think that's such a fun part of it to see what the scores actually are when everything goes in the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, a, Emotion sense, emotion activated video camera, or something, close enough to the hole so that you know every time somebody's on the green, it's being recorded. Yeah, some game cams. Put yeah, because I don't know there. if I'm going to find twenty. Think,
2: boxers, you know. I think uh, you just solve all of this with a two-on-two matchup.
1: Yeah, but I want people to be able to bring four, a group of four. I want them to. I want everybody to be in control of their own vibes in their group right no i'd hate for a group that's smoking blunts like fatties and just drinking the whole time and blasting music to be paired with somebody that's there to try to get the win you know like Mm -hmm. i you need need, i want them to be able to bring their own group and then all the groups together as one big group check to vibe, you know i've thought about a scramble Um, what
2: if you're there to win but you're doing blunts too is that
1: well, that's, that's what I want everybody to be there. That's the vibes that hopefully everybody everybody has. But I know, you know, if you've ever been to a tournament. Well, we could make that like a
2: prerequisite type thing where like you have to fail a drug test to get into our tournament type <laughs> yeah. thing. I think, I mean. Imagine. Yeah.
1: Why not? But you don't have to. But we're down for any vibes for Group Jack Golf. We just don't want to force anyone else's vibes on you, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel play, that. It's a good sober and go low and take gimmies and whatever else. I mean, do your thing, man. Golf is is just supposed to be fun. Um, but we're not going to stick you with people who are the opposite out there. Mm. Uh, no, Chuba Watson. We are not buying PS4s. We're getting P- we're going PC. We're going to PC next. Okay. Well, when? Uh whenever I buy one. I got a couple. I have the next few weekends. I'll be away. When I get back. Everything will be put together, and I will have myself a, a computer, one that can handle gaming. And then everybody can play with us. anybody who has a computer uh, can start gaming with us. But uh, I've got one of those. It's slow, but I have one. I hmm. was trying to think. Spliffs included in the entry fee. I'm going to try to give away as much as I can. And in Massachusetts, obviously, um, which is kind of the hub of New England. I think it'd be the easiest to get a bunch of New Englanders somewhere in mass. Um, Marijuana is recreational, recreationally legal. I don't know how that works in big groups, but there might be somebody who's down, you know, we might be like, I've once played or, you know, hosted a tournament when I was in assistant pro that had uh, guys rolling cigars on the course, like, you know, like literally rolling fresh cigars. Maybe we could do that with blunts out there, you know, um maybe joints maybe whatever you like to smoke with you go up on a par three and there's somebody like a rolling table and you say oh hey um i need uh two joints okay Uh, spin it up really quick whatever um so like i said vibes priority prioritize the party that's kind of something that i've been trying to push on group chat golf lately prioritizing the party i think it's a great (laughs) saying for golf um Listeners want PS4s. Why would we get the PS4? The
0: PS5? Let them down, dude. No, let them all down. Well, it's like we could get the PS5s right now, and we'd be in the same situation we're in right now, where we'd be like, "Hey, who wants to play 2K?" And they'd be like, "Uh, "I have a PS4." All right. Now, now, all the (laughs) the listeners out there who are listening to the pod,
1: this is another one of those times where uh, you should be here listening live because the chat's going. The chat's going crazy about how we need to get on. We need to start gaming more. Sure. So, and, and here we are. And, 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 I, and Tempe too, in the chat, shout out Tempe's Tease, a great sponsor and friend of the podcast. Um, we game together all the time because you can cross play Call of Duty. Um, and that's something that we do on a regular basis. Uh, Fortnite also, but I am terrible at Fortnite. And the more I play it, the less I, I like it because I am just not good at it. Um, if anybody has any game suggestions, I don't know. I would love to play a game that I can just, like, also look at my phone during and not have, like, a team to let down, you know?
0: Yeah. Sounds like I'm not great at staying
1: locked in on video games.
0: Yeah, we'll get the video game thing kicking off here soon. But um, we did have – this is kind of going to be an ongoing conversation for the next couple of weeks. A few weeks ago on the pod, I mentioned I have an idiot friend in Montana – and he likes to play indoor golf and he likes to brag about his scores. And uh, he thinks that that makes him a big man when he hits like a 76 on an indoor simulator that doesn't, you know, you don't putt, you don't chip, you just basically hit drives. Um, we wanted to have him on because he continued to defend indoor golf uh, in, the, in the DMs. Um, he shied away today. He was scared uh, to come on. So I think maybe next week he'll uh, have worked up the nerve to be able to come publicly defend himself, but the, you know, and we don't have to get into the indoor like simulator thing too much today. We'll save that for him. Cause you know, again, he's an idiot. Um, but Daniel and I got into it about uh, indoor practice areas a little bit. And Daniel, could you maybe, could you maybe tell the listeners how that came to be? What uh, what's what kind of sp- sp- spawned that, spurred that, spawned that conversation?
2: Yeah, um, I think it was uh, a Fat John idea. Actually, he's pretty much the dumbest friend that I know, and he said that there should be indoor practice facilities up here in New England where you could just, you know, walk in and have like a bunker facility and a chipping and putting facility indoors. And I I said, yeah, you know, that would, you know, what do you charge? You know, how does that place make money? Who's going to go there for the other nine months out of the year when it's gorgeous? So I just don't get it. And then you have indoor simulators that you're competing with when people like your buddy in Montana would just rather go, trick themselves into thinking that they're a decent golfer by shooting a 76 on a simulator that's really about a 92 on a real course. I just think the whole, you know, people want to just hit drives into a track man. They don't want to go into some warehouse and pra- no one wants to practice their short game. I think it's a good, decent idea. I disagree to- wholeheartedly. I mean, how is that place? If I was the owner of this said warehouse, I mean, how am I making money? What am I charging? This piece? Yeah, I
0: mean, look, that's a good question, but I would—I am so much more into just going to hit like a, an actual golf ball, even if it's a putt, even if it's a chip, even if it's a, working on some bunker work. Um, I would much rather do that than go play like a simulated indoor golf round. Um, right. I think that hitting drives into—you know—I think doing doing swing work in an indoor simulator is a little bit different than playing a simulated indoor round. You know, if you're in there and you're tweaking things and you're just trying to, uh, you know, improve performance, I think, you know, I think that's, that's great. Simulating a round of golf indoors is idiotic. Let me rephrase the way the current technology that we have now, the current pricing, you know, formats, it's just not, it's just not ideal. It's not there yet. The idea, fine. But the execution of it all, not great. But if we had an area that you could go work on some bunker shots, actually hit golf balls, I would do that. I would for sure do that. Now, I don't know, is it a free-for-all in the warehouse? You know, there are definitely some logistic uh, issues that need to, you know, need to be sorted. Um, but, yeah, if it was like a, if it was like a monthly or yearly subscription thing, I would definitely do that. Hmm. So if it was like
2: an anytime fitness type, you know, instead yeah. of going to the gym, maybe you have some weights there. Maybe you can make it like a golf gym, you know. Uh, yeah. But I, I don't. Where you make it like, unless you have every high school team in the area locked in, where you're going to do like clinics there when it's raining out in the summer, I don't understand. Like well, you're not going to make any money at that. I mean, yeah, a- I would use it. I'm not going to use it at over five ten bucks a month. I mean
1: here's here's my uh, this is an idea that i had because we used to have and um little uzi in the chat says uh he just uses the the simulator to keep his swing there great point that's that makes sense um to, to just get swings in but you can also yeah. do that in your in your basement or outside on your deck or whatever um but for we used to have a golf dome in in rhode island that was about 100 yards, and it was high enough. It had two, you know, 2 tiered bay like we went to in New Hampshire. But you could you just hit, and you could see it for the first 100 yards, and it would just hit the end. Uh, and they went out of business. Uh, I don't know if they did. They had a bunker in there, and they had a putting a couple of putting greens in there. But it was before golf. It was before now. This was 10, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. So I could see how it might not have made it then. But my thing would be if you had something like that that you were totally golf in the winter and in the summer you had things like indoor soccer and what you know like or indoor team sports you know or dodgeball and all those like recreational things that you could do you could you could get something that where you had people paying all year round and in the winter it was strictly golf and big enough for people to be able to have a little practice area and hit balls into a you know, into a simulator, maybe on one side, you know, where you have some simulator set up and then you have a little short game area, maybe even a pitcher putt with three holes that are 30 yards, 40 yards, you know? Yeah. Like something like that. And there is a place that I'm, that I've spoken to on Instagram. It's in the Philly area. If any of you guys are out there, I think it's called scramble house golf and they have a big indoor area with, you know, um, simulators, launch monitors. And then they also have putting greens, chipping areas. I've seen them hitting 30 yard shots in there. So there's there's other stuff in there also which I would rather do that too personally than hit into a simulator and simulate around. Um I would rather have like a little bit of chipping and putting only because putting is one of the most fun parts in golf even though I'm terrible at it. And to play around without hitting a getting something in the hole for me it's just it's not it doesn't give me the the golf effect. I, I hitting a simulator into Like hitting into a simulator, I would feel just as good hitting balls into a net. I
2: don't need the extra $20,000 equipment behind me. Um, I think those facilities need to merge, and then they could have like a downstairs section. Subscription. Thank you you, for that, by the way. You get near the green at these simulator places. Maybe you could walk downstairs and say, oh, you're 25 feet from the, the pin. You put your ball in this practice screen downstairs. Some laser I, mean, I show. don't, I don't like downstairs.
0: If it was right behind your bay, I could see that, but there yeah, definitely really. needs to be an adjustment to the putting and chipping for yeah. a simulated round. But okay, yeah, dude, you if they to- if they, if they just, if they just went from like, you know, if the, if you have some areas to hit ships areas to hit putts uh, work on some sand work, couple little, you know, a short little par three here, or there. Um, and then you could kind of, in the summer, you could kind of just make that like, I think Sonny, you mentioned, like make it a golf gall- a night thing. You know, like I would have no problem if I got out of work and I could only get nine in on a twilight round, I would have no problem going to the night facility and continuing to hit some balls until midnight, 2 a.m.
1: You can open as late as you want it. And like we've talked about before, night golf, anything open late that's associated with golf, if you can swing a club and be there, I'm going. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, I would so much, I mean, golf for me almost is like, I would almost rather play – it if they had, like, a nine-hole par three around here with that was lit up, I would go every night. And I, I, I say that I would join, I would be a member, I would play it every single night, and that's not – no exaggeration. I might even have to open something that has – I about
2: members- an indoor, indoor pitch and putt, an indoor par three executive. I mean, it would probably have to be the size of a mall, but, you know.
1: Well, you might have to buy, like – like Macy's, or something. you might have to buy. If you could make it nine holes, you might have to buy five uh, of the of the domes. Like we have a dome, like uh, it's it's blown up by air. It seems these these golf domes that we've had, we have one over an ice rink, uh, for my yeah. high school. Same kind of thing. The the Patriots probably, or whoever, whatever teams probably have them over their practice facilities. Just a bubble. Right. Um, if you had five of those, you could probably have an indoor nine hole golf course. You
2: know? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm talking like 50 yard holes and you, you line them with nets, you put some roughs, some bunkers on them. You got, you got a showdown, you got an indoor showdown at night.
1: It's just a shame that people are missed there. There are enough golfers out there to put these in places like top golf, you know? Yeah. But that's not an experience that I would even want to have in the winter. I don't care if there's a heater above me. Like I'm not trying to be outside in the winter and I'm also not trying to play 18 holes in five hours on a simulator and pay you know but you know however much it costs for the whole group to play for four or five hours
0: yeah it's more yeah. than a regular round of golf and, it and it the
1: experience you get it takes right? the same amount of mind as a regular round of golf which is just it's not ideal
0: no no and it's it's just it's it's not even close to the experience that you get so to pay the same price it's i mean what a what a sham but, you know by the time remember, you get your settings
2: up there and the course selected you're half an hour into your time well yeah. half an hour in yeah 100 like, 100
1: i remember yeah it's then top golf is so expensive um yeah but i i remember the first time i ever went uh to one of the simulators um the guy who told us we had to like strap our clubs in on the side i was like what is this disney or something like we had to strap our clubs into the side of the place just to start like it just right away i just wasn't into it I, i've only been to a simulator once in my life and i was yeah. like not enough i don't get the
0: it doesn't get the fix for me i don't get my fix from, no it, it just irritates me because you're yeah. always going to have that one idiot who like goes to the bathroom when it's his shot and then the clock's just ticking like at some point the waitress is going to come over and be like hey do you guys want the other hour it's like, I mean, we didn't know we wanted mm-hmm. to just play, you know, we wanted to finish, but uh, I guess you're not going to let us. So yeah, let's do the other hour.
2: You yeah, know? It's LB, like, if uh, they
0: just charged by the round, it would, you know, and I get that they can't do that because then people would sit there all day. And that's what I mean by it. it's just not there yet. You know, the idea uh, is great. The technology and, and the pricing and how to make it profitable just isn't there yet to be a fun experience. Hmm. Right. Golf and jokes. Golf and jokes has it correct here. Like unless you have it at your house, going to simulate around at an indoor golf facility is for complete douchebags. No offense to anybody that does that. It's, it's, Except it's, for it's I might hand be
1: hand able hand. to get one in per season because I will forget how bad it is. And the one time I go, I'll be like, this sucks. I'm not spending <laughs> my money coming here again, you know? And, yeah. it, and I get it. It's a whole thing. There's bars at these things now, you know, there's, you got restaurants, you have a full experience, but it's just not for me. It's,
0: it doesn't give you what it doesn't give you the golf. It's not golf. Right. Dude. No. If I want to <laughs> go, like if I want to go hang out with you guys and drink beers and eat wings, we'll go to a bar. We'll exactly. I'd
1: rather sit around and play Tiger Woods than than yeah.
0: take the actual or even wee like, golf. I'd rather play wee golf
1: than bring my clubs to a simulator and 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 play 18 holes in 5 hours.
0: Yeah, 100%. And it's it's more of like a bar game than golf. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more of like, oh you know, yeah, they have they have the, you know, the what golden tee? Yeah, they've got golden tea in the corner. Yeah. You go play it for a little bit while you're at the bar. It. But it's not like uh, I'm not waking up on Saturday and being like, yeah, uh, I got a tea time uh, tea today. Yeah. <laughs> I got a tea time at 9.12.
1: And the worst four. part is like you try as, as somebody who lives in this weather and, and, ha- and deals with these winters every year, like you want to feel like you have that tea time, you know, you, you but it's just not there.
0: It's not. No, no. No, and and so far, and you, you're what what you're doing is you're being a sucker to whoever you're giving all that money to because they've got you right where they want you. They've oh yeah, this guy thinks he's playing golf today. He's not. He's not. He's going to buy our overpriced beers. He's going to he's gonna buy come our one time. Like I don't know anybody
1: anybody who keeps coming back to these. I could see maybe like a long drive and i always say this that's the one thing that could get me on a simulator is like a long drive tournament if somebody said wednesday nights we do long drives everybody comes and just pumps out 10 drives as fast hard as they can and you yeah. have a, have some drinks and some food like okay yeah. i could get down for that just hang out with people and get in there for 10 shots but to Power sit hour. Out there and play a whole round like it's just not it's just it's just not they tried really hard and it's a great idea but it's not there yet Simulator yeah. And it's golf.
0: disappointing. It's disappointing that our, our friend from Montana couldn't, couldn't um, you know, muster up the courage to be here today. Um, you know, but he plays in a league and he's, no. I mean, he is as, as staunch a supporter of indoor simulated golf as you can get. And he, he loves throwing around the, I don't want to take his like whole argument. Hopefully we do get him on next week, but we've seen the level of courage he has so far, but he loves to throw around the, Hey dude, Sorry, I like to hang out with my boys and have some beers. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, if that is the reason that you're paying for indoor golf, like again, go bowl, get like, some beers with your boys.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Cuz it's yeah. like it's I mean like it's people just, that it's like people that uh, would prefer a virtual roller coaster over going to the amusement park or something. Right. Just, like when you're when you're comparing it
0: on. to yeah. Sorry to cut you off, Daniel. When 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 you're comparing it to like Sitting at your house alone by yourself, like staring at the walls. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. When you compare it to golf, it's a complete joke.
2: And the fact that it's more money than a normal round makes it the biggest joke of yep. all. Like the pricing is the biggest fuck up of the whole yep. simulator. And,
0: and I don't, again, I don't want to take his whole argument away from him, but who knows, <clears throat> excuse me, when he'll have the courage to show up. Um, but he... He played like I said, he plays in a league, so it's like slightly reduced. So he'll throw that around too. It's like, oh, it's not that expensive. Like I told him, I was like, dude, I'm not paying like sixty dollars an hour to play a five hour game of a shitty simulator. He's like, huh, it's only 30 bucks, dude. It's like, what? It's like, yeah, we pay 30 bucks for nine in, in our league. It's like, okay, so that's not that's not the pricing tier for everybody. Okay, there might be like a deal for this league. But it's still like imagine imagine being in an indoor simulated golf league. Oh. It's like what do you what do you do? Like, do you oh. even get happy for a win? Do you get I mean
2: <laughs> oh it's like it was like, like, said, yeah. it was like oh
0: the drives. that's it right yeah or dude I love them like a, a little mini game yeah like long drive straight drive whatever but like one of my buddies who's not good at golf like he had a good comment about that he was like, you know how I know indoor golf doesn't work because every time I go in there and play, my ball goes straight, mm-hmm. just doesn't go straight in real life. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, those people who like indoor golf, they love to say like, man, just like I, my buddy who hit the 74, he was like, all of my friends were 20 strokes over me. Are you telling me I didn't have a good day. He was like, I mean, how, I, honestly, how do we know? Like who yeah. knows what's going on in that fucking computer. You know, it's like, you know how you can tell is when you go outside and you hit a ball and it either goes straight or doesn't. And let me tell you, he's never had anything close to a 74 playing
2: real golf. Yeah. I wonder if they turned gimme gimme's on for his simulator league. It's, it's two, it's two putts. Gimme within 10 feet <clears throat> maximum of two
0: putts and a gimme within 10 feet. I'll say that one more time. You can only have a maximum of two putts and a gimme within 10 feet i mean it's like what do you how, that's not i mean you don't oh, even have to try you, to you hit a drive you hit it an approach and then it's over
1: yeah you know put your, you put your first putt within 10 feet and it's good which is crazy yeah. right that's, that's pathetic. pathetic yeah it's
0: a joke yeah. but yeah we'll try to get him on I, I apologize to the listeners i i thought when i broach the subject especially with you guys you know sonny and daniel i thought mm-hmm. he would have the integrity to come on and actually defend himself and it wasn't all just like blowing smoke but you know as we saw he was uh a little scared so i don't know maybe maybe the big stage just isn't for him um, maybe he's not as sold on indoor golf as as he likes to lead people on to believe but yeah we'll try to uh we'll try to to wrangle him in for a future episode
1: definitely Definitely I look forward to it. And a, just a quick reminder, <laughs> to anybody in the chat, if you're here and you're not following yet, make sure you hit that follow button. Uh, that way, you know, every time we're going live. Um, but next, next on the list today is some information that I've been chomping at the bit to get to um, because it interested me so much. Now, somebody hit us up saying, Oh, um, you know, we want to make some, uh, they're making some. Um, ball markers for us some custom ball markers from each other and daniel and they have been in the business of milled putters and whatnot um uh just the the business of of for somebody a salesperson whatever so they they got to see some numbers of what companies were paying from straight from um the supplier now um he wanted to stay anonymous because obviously these are numbers that these companies probably don't want to get out which is i'm smiling dude i'm so happy that i even had got this information because it blows my mind um now what do you guys think that a company like um odyssey ping anybody who gets their their clubs made in china um what do you think their price is that they pay to the manufacturer for a club that's been machined, milled, painted, shafted, gripped, and shipped? This is a club made and brought to your door. The ping for so what does ping pay for one so, putter to get so made for like
2: for like a hundred and twenty-five dollars?
1: And sent to the ping. No, this this is like when ping calls their wholesaler and says yeah, yeah, yeah. I need one ping zing putter, start to finish. Shipped to my door. How much is Ping paying for that? Shipped to their door. What do you guys think?
0: Hold on. Uh, I, I just want to understand the question correctly. Are you yeah. saying if I order a Ping putter? No, no. I'm, I'm saying calls.
2: if
1: Ping uh, orders that putter that you order. So before the step before you, or I'm sorry, if you were, that were to be if you were to order it straight from Ping. So
0: this is what Ping pays for their clubs. Okay, so if Ping's putting in a purchase order to stock shelves in a retail store. What are they paying for those putters? Yes, for one of those put- one of those putters that you're paying, say it's a Ping
1: Zing for instance, probably $150. You're probably paying 150. That's probably the cheapest brand name putter you can buy.
2: You know? They're probably paying, they're probably paying $15.
1: I'm going to go 12. $7.85. Ho-ho! No wonder they're, they're in business. In business. This information was in 2016, but the prices of golf clubs really haven't changed in the last four years. That's disgusting. Seven dollars and eighty-five cents for one for a brand-name putter, and specifically mentioned TaylorMade Odyssey and Ping. Machined, milled, painted shaft, gripped, and sent to America. Seven dollars and eighty-five cents. I mean, there's. 100 i mean the cheapest putter you can get from any of those companies is probably 99 one twenty nine ninety nine. 99 um for the new this year's maybe 150 well, let me tell you what the problem is here how many they're buying i mean th- so many that it's not even but to think that the company that's making these i mean think they're buying thousands hundreds of thousands probably but to think that the company that's making these is selling them to them for, they can afford to sell them to them for seven eighty five, dollars which means they're definitely making 100% profit because you don't sell anything for less than 100% profit if you're in business. They're, these things are getting made for $4. Yeah. $4 it costs you to get made for your, now I do have more information on the US made companies, United States made like Scotty Cameron, um, Bettinardi these companies that have their stuff made in the United States, um, which fourteen dollars. No, it's actually a little bit more. What do you guys think for the U.S. made companies? You say fourteen, Daniel?
2: Yeah.
0: Chaba. Go. Go eighteen seventy five, Sunny. Ross. So this is why this is why <laughs> this
1: argument is funny because a lot of people say. Scotty Cameron's crazy. They charge so much money. The the upcharge on those things is massive. Scott, to, as of two thousand sixteen, somebody that was in the business, thirty five to thirty eight dollars for the same thing. Hmm. So, while yes, you think to yourself, Scotty Cameron charges what three fifty for a new putter nowadays? Probably three eighty.
2: Yeah, two and putters, a
1: half right? yes. so but they're they're upcharging a thousand percent they're upcharging a thousand percent whereas companies like TaylorMade, made ping whatever else that buy them for 785 they're actually upcharging you two thousand percent on those on those things they're making a two thousand percent profit whereas scotty cameron is making a one thousand percent profit both not fair in my opinion mm-hmm. if it costs well, you seven dollars to buy the putter just fucking sell it for 20 I mean, make a
2: hundred percent profit. A hundred percent profit is the the problem. Is people are willing to pay for it? Golfers just keep keep buying. Well, these
1: hoodies that these hoodies that I sell on GroupChatGolf.com that I sell for forty dollars. If I was going by the same math as them, I should be selling them for two hundred fifty.
2: Well, if you were selling out, but hundred sweatshirts in an hour you would have to raise your price and that's what's going on with them is that why would you have
1: to well, b- well because of supply because you'd be an idiot not if greedy if i was selling 100 an hour i would sell them for 30 because I, i'm fine making a lot less you know when that's- you're selling that many but these people are so greedy that they
0: go in the opposite direction yeah it almost seems like they're perpetuating systemic uh economic barriers right? Because if they don't need to charge that and they could charge $20, I mean, we talk about it all the time and so does everybody else. One of the, one of the worst things about golf is how much it costs to play. And it seems like that's now by design and not necessarily that they need to keep uh, any, you know, they, they're just doing it almost, you know, it seems like for nefarious reason then. And uh, Michael, Michael Smoyer here says no one is buying a hoodie for $250. And that's the thing is that the golf companies know that these fucking idiot golf addicts are, they're going to buy a Scotty Cameron every year. Guess yeah. what? By, by the way, guess what putter our idiot friend Hank has in Montana? Just bought it this year. Scotty Cameron. Scotty Cameron. Okay.
1: Well, only upcharged by a thousand percent rather than 2000. What 2000 bought- per?" For- for uh, that two thousand for a hundred and eighty dollar putter, uh, I'm sorry, a hundred and fifty dollar putter is a two thousand percent upcharge for Odyssey and TaylorMade, according to the, this anonymous source. This guy in Montana.
2: Yeah, and the guy in Montana is the problem. This is the guy that's spending four hundred dollars on a putter so that he yep. can turn on auto two putts in his simulator. Right, game. exactly. As if can't putt. What are you doing, buddy? You know, mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's. It, almost like you need to go on strike. I've had my putter over I think here. I need to make a putter company. If I can
1: get well, them made they, for thirty-eight dollars in the United States, and I can get them USA made, right there, I will sell a ninety-nine ninety-nine putter, and I will write
0: Cocky Cameron on it. Cocky smamron. Right. Yeah. Tempe just brought up a good point, which I was going to ask: Is it is this exclusive to putters? Like, this are they? With, are, do they have to
1: putters? Which I would so, think
0: are more expensive than anything else because.
1: Or maybe drivers probably. Well, because I was just
0: thinking, like, maybe they have to boost that that profit margin to make up losses on other clubs. You know what maybe, I mean? If that's. Scotty Cameron doesn't. You All know? right. They're ex- well, but. Isn't but they're only he owned a thousand by percent. Titleist? Upcharging 1,000%. So. Isn't he owned by Titleist? Uh, I don't Is know. Is Scotty I... Cameron essentially a Titleist club? That's a good question because the
1: clubs do not say Titleist on them. Right. But. I don't know if there's an ownership one way or the other, or if there's a partnership.
2: Well, is an odyssey owned by like Callaway. They don't say Callaway. on the call.
1: Right. They I feel like that's just like, I guy mean, guy I feel like putters, and they're actually legit. And I bet that they're just getting them from China for probably $15 and selling them for a hundred. And then when nobody buys them, they're probably selling them for 50 and they're probably just as good as a, uh, as Taylor made's putter or, or ping ping's blade putter that they sell for 150 you know it's just Uh, your your run of the run of the mill milled putter uh, so scotty golf gods putter maybe scotty cameron's because like i said it's made in america so i guess that gives it some more value but if scotty cameron's putter is made in china it's seven dollars and eighty five cents period and golf gods is selling those exact putters but they just say fuck bogeys on them instead (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, right, right. So Scotty Cameron. Like, you know? So Scotty Cameron is owned by the Akushnet company, uh Kushner, which also math. owns that's Titleist.
2: Yep. Akushnet.
0: Yeah, right out of but, math. I believe that's a running shoe company. Yeah, dude, it's so funny that you say that, Sonny, like that, you know, you could and um you see what's the fucking what's the Costco company? Costco does this Kirkland. Kirkland they do this all the time yeah. but it's like golf golf people are just Don't so care. stupid and so they're so brand like particular like they have to have If it's not named brand then I uh, how could I go low without a Scotty Cameron like mm-hmm. this is what yeah. my my our, our friend in Montana there like he bought a putter it was a mallet putter and it just wasn't working for him it didn't he wasn't making putts so what does he do he goes and drops like $250 or whatever it was on a Scotty Cameron thinking that because it's a Scotty Cameron, all of a sudden he's going to be able to putt It's like, dude, what? And that's not, that's not particular. That's not exclusive to him. Uh, mm-hmm. I see that all the time in golf. That's it's, it's the, the game is full of people who think that if it's, Oh man, this is really expensive and its name brand. It must be good. It must make me better. And it's just, it's bizarre to me you know. It is
1: And and I've been in the boat, dude I And, and Lil Uzi just said it in the chat Scotty Cameron does not make you a better putter No, it doesn't I've, I, Like, I've had The only time I've ever had Scotty Camerons Is when I've had girlfriends uh, Or significant others Who bought me a Scotty Cameron for a holiday or a birthday Because I will not pay for a Scotty Cameron But hell yeah, I'm going to put one in my bag With that Scotty Cameron name on it Like, I'm looking to put that in my bag Because of the Scotty Cameron name but honestly, now after hearing that that's what they pay and knowing that these companies are literally getting $7 putters and selling them to me for $180, I'm buying a Golf Gods putter tomorrow or like a lucky Fuck golf Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Like I'm going out, I'm buying the, wed- like Golf Gods makes wedges. They look sick. How much worse could they be? What is my st- stroke differential when I use a Golf Gods wedge as opposed to a Vokey wedge? <clears throat> Realistically, what's my stroke differential? Not zero.
2: I it's mean, it's right. yeah.
1: I am never paying for a brand name golf club I don't get for free ever again. I am specifically buying funny brands from now on. I might go buy a Bomb Tech or whatever. Bomb Tech, dude! I was just about to drop Bomb I might Tech. Go buy one, dude! So I'm, hard. Shout out Bomb Tech. I they have sets of wedges
0: for a hundred dollars. That's
1: what I'm saying. And you golf three wedges. I think they sell the the set for like 150 golf gods,
0: for
2: yeah. My I'm buddy just funny. got it out in uh, San Diego. I told him about it. He looked it up. They were like sold out at the time. Two weeks later, went through. Shows up at his house. He got three wedges for like a hundred and twenty dollars. I'm gonna like, give a shout nice out. Nice looking clubs.
0: Wait, Wait you know somebody who I'm... plays Bomb Tech, Daniel? Sorry, son, I didn't mean to
2: come Uh He he's out in San Diego, so he's just started playing a few rounds of them. So he doesn't have much feedback, but he does have three wedges from Bomb Tech. We got yeah, he Bomb paid hundred twenty dollars. Tech.
0: Hold up, Soul Skate. No, Soul Skate here in the chat um, says he's got Bomb Tech wedges. They're good. How does he like heavy?
2: Because I've heard like four star plus reviews. Like a wedge is a wedge to me. Like I don't, I've switched from Cleveland to Ping to Vokey. I like Vokey the most, but it's like, what is the difference really? This is the looks. This
1: is my thing. This is my thing with the wedges here. It's just like a Pro V1. The, the Vokey wedges that I've always played personally, but whenever I can get my hands on a Vokey, they just spin a little bit more, just like a Pro V1. You get a little bit more spin around the greens, but at the end of the day, that spin has fucked me just as much as it has helped me. Yeah. The spin I get off a of Vokey because I hit a chip a little wrong, and it checks up instead of rolling out like a shitty wedge would. And all the times that I've done the opposite, where I've tried to check it up and it doesn't, and with a regular wedge, it just wouldn't have made a difference, it it evens out. But I I I tell myself that I need those Jet Black Vokies, and I need them bad, (laughs) and I have them in my bag, because they're the most badass-looking wedges in the world. But I'm going to give a shout-out real quick to a company that sells affordable golf clubs, they're not paying me for this they haven't even given me anything free yet and I'm waiting for the day when they hit me up and they're like hey you've grown so fast and you're getting so big that we want these clubs in your hand um sub 70 sub 70 makes wedges makes putters they make irons they make drivers and woods and it's literally a passion project by people that love golf clubs and they sell them for cheap So you can get a a, a putter that looks like a Scotty Cameron for like 120 bucks with them. Their wedge sets are probably 200 bucks total. You can get a set of irons for $400, which if you know, I mean, that's a good price for a golf club, you know, and they're made in America. And now we know that they're just charging a fair amount. They're not shitty clubs. They're not low quality. They're not, paying less than everybody else. They're just being a little less greedy on the backside and saying, rather than me making a 2000% on these clubs, maybe I'll just take a thousand percent or maybe I'm okay. I'm happy making 500%, you know?
0: So Can I ask you guys a set. question on yeah. that note. Yeah. When you guys hit chips. Okay. Cause I got, yeah. you know, I got caught up in this consumerism. Like when I was buying cloud, I'm not saying what? like, I'm, I, I denounce it, but I'm not saying like, it doesn't affect me. It affects
2: everybody. Um, I I I I worked at a
0: golf shop. Yeah, I worked at a golf shop, and I recommend that to everybody because you get great discounts, especially if you're trying to build out your club. Do it for one year. Yeah, do it for a year. Right. Like whatever you have to do. Get those discounts. Um. And so I, you know, we had I had a great discount, and somebody brought in somebody bought like brand new black Vokies. They played maybe two rounds with them. They brought those suckers right in, and so like they were in our used pile, and I had a extremely great deal on the used equipment so i bought those like instantly and again these things were like brand new and everyone's yeah. saying oh the spin the spin the spin and it, it, it you know, like you could tell i could tell the difference i had you know i had like a hand-me-down set of wedges that were all mixed matched and so getting one one brand of wedges and you know one same set throughout all of the different degrees whatever but my question for you guys is when you hit chips you do you Are you thinking like, I want, I'm going to hit this so that it spins in a certain direction? Because let me tell you, I've had, I've had a few, I've had a few like approach shots with a wedge spin back on me. Um, I don't know how it happened, but every fuck, every fucking chip I hit, it just rolls straight and it just keeps going and it just keeps going, keeps going and it keeps going and, and then it's off the green. Here's
1: my Here's. – I'll give you a quick – and everybody who's listening probably won't be able to, to get much of this, but I'm going to try my best to give it to everybody, okay? When you want your chip to roll out, there's two chips for me, roll out and check up, or roll out and not roll out. Yeah, chips. give me checkup.
0: They don't check up. I need check
1: up bad. Check out your left hand, your top top hand on the mm-hmm. club. It doesn't break.
0: Okay, keep that baby down.
1: See this? See this follow through yeah. right here? You get, you hit the ball, and you keep it right here. If I want that ball to roll out, I oh, turn okay. that You're right wrist it. over. A little hinge over. A little that puts the front spin right on the ball, front spin right on the ball. If you don't turn it over, it keeps a back spin. If you
2: turn it over,
1: it gives a front spin.
2: I'm a complete, okay. I'm a complete backspin, backspin guy, but I don't hit it with a lot of spin. I think it's because I never clean my wedges. They're filthy after like the second hole. So it's just like, you know, I'm always yelling at it to check and it never does, but I'd rather it roll out every time because, you know, you can, with, with something rolling out, you you either check every time or roll out every time, but, but have some sort of consistency. No,
0: fuck that dude. I'll tell you right now. I have consistency. It, I mean, it doesn't matter what I do. It just is. The balls just never stops rolling
2: yeah that's tough
1: when you when you hit a chip and you hit it off the top of the face and it just like stops dead and then you like try to play that same chip and you're like i'll just hit it high off the face and dead it and then you just hit
2: directly off the face and it just flies
0: flies. you know what i want i want that one that it hits and it kind of checks up on that on that first bounce and then Mm. kind of rolls out a little bit Wow, that's tough you can't put that's just
2: a ton of spin is why it's skipping. That's when you have tour level spin, Trevor. We'll okay, get there. So that's a
1: tour thing. That's kind of like if you have five like, That's kind of like if you put a lot of backspin out of the rough, so where it tries to catch, but it can't because you're out of the rough. So it just gets that first initial check, and then it just kind of rolls out. Okay. So when people, when I, so when like I've seen that, people do that, they probably it. didn't
0: mean to do it on purpose. Is what you're saying? That's not well, totally on yeah. purpose. Yeah. It's I like a low. I it's just like play that on a you know
1: out of the fairway i can control my spin kind of but out of the rough i have no idea what it's going to do it kind
0: of just depends on where it hits on the face okay okay i'd like to i'd like <laughs> to work on my spin on my wedges this this year
2: yeah, right always- getting the hands
0: forward a little bit
2: you know yeah, which by the way
0: press hitting down on it quick update on chubba's 2021 season still haven't three putted so fucking february middle of february round in and a month and a that, half, month and a half. We're not counting the number of rounds. We're counting the number of days, Sonny. I was
2: going to say,
0: hasn't played,
2: but. he's but, <laughs> but, Played but, once. But, I played but,
0: once. But, that's enough to start the clock.
1: We are getting together next weekend for a business trip, which is why we'll have dates for the group chat golf's first annual tournament. Um, we're going to, we're going to nail down those dates next weekend. Um, um. So. You will have dates for either April or May, or maybe April, May, and June, whatever that may be. There will be dates for the first couple of tournaments, uh, for the Group Chat Golf uh, Podcast Annual Golf Tournament League thing. Run fun run for the Cure. Yep, yep, the fun run yep. for the Cure. And it's funny because I have that shirt from the office, but. It's going to
0: be a preposterously long tournament. Uh,
1: you know what? Uh, so, and, and no skull just a no no skull just to pop in really quick where did Chuba ask a scratch golfer go? We not being pe- peak golf season, it's just tough for us to get totally in golf. So Chuba doesn't have any questions right now cuz he hasn't picked right. up a golf club. He only picked up yeah. a golf once in the last 6 months. So um we're going to get those in as soon as we can. But uh where were what were we talking
0: about? The tourneys.
1: Yeah, but but we were at, that was actually from another
0: we were talking we got, spin we wedge. Spin. Oh, we're going
1: to be together next weekend. Yes, Sheldon that's not right. three yet, but we are planning on setting up a whole putting. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a weekend. I'm almost crying even talking about getting together next weekend. I know it's going, that's to, going be to be unreal. Such a weekend next weekend, and we will like I will go live on Twitch on my phone as much as I can while we're there. Um, At an Airbnb, we got an Airbnb. We got we got a lot of goods. And we got, we'd have a crew of four
0: that is- We actually, can we tell the Airbnb story a little bit? Yeah. Because like, we, so we got this Airbnb and then it was like when, I think it was when I was like checking out, there was like some box that was like, so you're not going to have a party, right? Like no parties. This is a no party house. (laughs) And it was very confusing because it was like, we are absolutely going to be partying there but we're not going to be like having a party so we went back and forth internally like what exactly do you guys constitute a party you know like how do we define this because it just felt like it felt like if we weren't if we were going to get busted for like playing some music and like you know having some beers or whatever white claws you know whatever it may be yeah uh, we talked about you know about it cranking our... a doobie like are we gonna are we gonna like as as adults and as like we're out on this business retreat are we gonna get like kicked out of this airbnb in the middle of our stay yeah so i, I just I like remember, i remember saying in the
1: chat like i think that they must mean bringing people bringing outside people in right, right? Like, like selling you know, tickets to a party up. they don't want the cops right. coming but like we were thinking like but what if we have four and we want to just absolutely blast music as loud as it goes for like 12 hours straight into the night. Right.
0: right. You know, so. Like, so I had to email them and clarify because they like, they reached out through like the Airbnb chat to be like, Hey, welcome to your state. And when they did that in their like introductory high, they doubled down, reiterated like <laughs> just so we're very clear, no parties though. Right. And I was like, Yeah. So just like in the name of being transparent here, uh, what could you, well, how do you define what a party (laughs) is? Like, I mean, cause we're going to, you know, like, are we going to have a bunch of people show up? No. Like we, it's just going to be us who's on the reservation. Um, But are we going to be like playing music and partying the whole time? Like, yeah, probably. And then and it was, I was glad we did that because at that point, the dude was like, yeah no it's you, you just can't have any other people come mm-hmm. and so it's like okay perfect yeah we're not in high school so we're not like going to throw a party there's also a fucking pandemic um but so yeah great so we are then good to go on we're allowed to drink there we're allowed to play music so uh hopefully that's all good i don't know maybe they have a different idea of what music is compared to what our taste of music is but we'll find those things out uh and when when the time comes, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. First, uh, first official retreat. We did have the Dan Cave um match, but this will be like the first, uh, like, we sit down and have like a business meeting at a table for 2021 and, and laying it all out and mapping it. So I'm
1: stoked. And the, the best part about it is, we'll have tripped our faces off the night before. So I think we're gonna, the clarity is gonna be so high for this meeting, um, that. It's, it's going to be unreal. And we actually have goals um, this time. Whereas last year at this time, I mean, the group literally one year ago, and may I add, like, we're going to hit 100,000 followers within the next 24 hours probably. Um, one year ago, we had 1,500 followers and never even one word spoken of having a golf podcast or anything like this. So one year later we're literally talking about having a full-blown tournament series and like donating money to a charity of our, like starting our own nonprofit for golf, um, having tournaments, um, just it's, it's mind boggling like where I was a year ago compared to where we are now is, is just, it's crazy to me. Um, and yes, the perspective going into this business meeting will be different for us. Um, and that's uh, a good thing. I think the, that just that just gives it even more potential. This business meeting could go could go anywhere, which is exactly where I want it to be able to go in any direction. I'm totally open to any ideas for group chat golf, but mainly we just want, we want dates. We want to be able to give people some dates to look forward to and some locations. Obviously it's going to take some time to pick the golf courses, but once we have dates, we can start looking for golf courses to play these tournaments at. And once we have golf courses, we can start getting people sign up and start planning the bangers. So, mm-hmm. and I am so excited, dude, I am so excited to sit at a, at a check-in booth because the way that i roll man like and and the way that we roll as a as a group we will never be too big for this shit and we will be the ones literally checking you in on a piece of paper so yeah. i don't have to pay somebody to check you in on a piece of paper like i will be at the check-in booth forever because why pay that extra parent like that's the way that 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 i am going to do business that we do business like why would i want everybody else to to be have to talk to somebody who doesn't know what's going on to check in for this tournament. But anyway, Chubby, you got anything
0: else for today? Yeah, no, we're going to continue our uh, Twitch Sunday night show. Uh, It's going to kind of correspond with the end of the PGA events, hop on, record the podcast, Hopefully, do a little second bonus hour exclusive for Twitch. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we do urge all of the podcast listeners, we understand if you're, you know, more of a mobile podcast listener. Uh, the Twitch might not be a viable option, but the chat is a fun time. Uh, you know, it's great hacking it up with everybody who comes out. Thanks to everybody who joined today. Uh, so do do try to listen and tune into the Twitch live. You get a little, you know, bonus content with the second hour. Uh, that's really where Daniel takes off. He gets very fidgety and he has to start doing things. So, which in my opinion is the best version of Daniel so uh yeah tune into the podcast the twitch subscribe sunny's close to the 100k uh so you know instagram twitter we're trying to grow all those platforms so hit us up um if you like it tell your friends and you know we'll we'll we've got some snow up here for a little bit longer but we'll be on the course minds yeah our minds are on golf so
1: we'll be back in no time ladies and gentlemen Episode 33, the Larry Bird episode of the Group Tag Off podcast. Come to watch and take us out.
0: You're welcome!